Welcome to Theology Matters, where we help people see all life through a biblical worldview. I'm Pastor Dwayne Modlin, and I want to welcome you to the page. I want to thank you for liking and tuning in to the videos. Um, I just want to remind you that this page is never to take the place of the local church, where you should be fellowshipping with other believers and accountability to other believers and sitting under the preaching of God's word. But this page is to be a supplement. The stats are telling us that only 9 to 15% of American Christians actually have a biblical worldview. This has grieved my heart, and this is exactly why I created this page. I wanted to encourage believers to think critically, think critically about what they believe, why they believe it, and why it matters, to think about social issues through a biblical lens, to think about theological issues through a biblical lens, think about church issues through a biblical lens. My vision and mission for this page is to help believers to think biblically. So, and my prayer is that God will help you through these videos. Um, today, we're going to be doing a big question about God. I did one recently. Uh, someone had sent me a text and asked a question about, uh, did God create humanity because he was lonely? If you haven't seen that video, I would recommend that you scroll down and Check that video out as well. I believe it'll bless you. But today we're going to deal with another big topic that I've been asked through the years of ministry over and over again. And that topic is, does God speak today? If God speaks, how do I navigate that? How do I know I've heard from God and not my own imagination? And then how do I process uh, emotionally how I'm supposed to move forward with what God has told me? These are really genuine and honest questions that believers have asked. And it's an important question. And I want to deal with that question today from a biblical lens, from a biblical point of view. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to get on your thinking caps. I want you to buckle up because we're about to take. Again, welcome to Theology Matters. I'm Pastor Dwayne, and we're dealing with that big, big question, big questions about God. Does God speak today? Now, I want, I want to throw in some caveats here um, about this topic. Number one, you can disagree with me. I, I'm okay with that. I don't, I'm not doing this page so you agree with every single point I have. I want you the reason I created the page is to help Christians think 
biblically. You can disagree with me as long as you're sticking to the scriptures. This is a topic that's often um, fraught with feelings and emotions. And I'm not completely discounting people's feelings or emotions today. But as I've said in other videos, truth will always trump feelings. God's truth will always trump feelings. Our feelings will lie to us. They will deceive us. But God's word will not. God's word is what we are to stand on, not our feelings. Now, are we creatures created by God with feelings? Absolutely. But because of the fall and our sinfulness, our feelings have been tainted, twisted in the fall. So we need to be careful that we're not just following our feelings, but we're following the truth of God's word. So you can disagree with me. Absolutely. I'm okay with that. Really, I am. But in your disagreement, make sure you're basing that off of the scriptures. Now, on fundamental issues, uh, issues such as the Trinity, the virgin birth of Christ, the deity of Christ, the humanity of Christ, his sinlessness, his, his death, burial, and resurrection, and his coming again, those types of issues are fundamental issues that you must believe in order to be considered a biblical, historic Christian. Those areas... Um, and those hills, those are the hills I'm willing to die on. Um, but there's some issues I'm just not willing to completely divide over. And if you disagree with me on tertiary issues, that's okay. If you disagree with some of my points today, I'm okay. So we're going to jump in to our study. And we're going to be in Hebrews Hebrews chapter 1, and we're actually going to go, I know it just says on the screen right now, verses 1 and 2, but we're also going to look at verses 3 and 4. So we're dealing with the question, does God speak today? If he does, how does he speak? How do I know when he's spoken? Really tough questions that need to be answered a biblical lens. So let's do that this today. Hebrews chapter 1. Long ago, at many times, and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. Wow. What a... What an awesome text. The first thing that really, really encourages me is the part that says in many times and in many ways, God has spoken. 
Now, I know that speaking of the historical context, but also I've seen in my own personal life when God takes certain scriptures at certain times, certain genres of scripture, say uh, the Gospels, uh, theological biographies, and God just speaks to, I know God has spoken to me through that in a clear way. And then other times it may be in the Old Testament, the prophets. I'm reading maybe through Isaiah and God just speaks to my heart in a special way and, and that fulfills a certain need in my heart and my life at that moment. That's how God works. And it's so beautiful and amazing that that he does that for us. That in different times and in different ways, at different times in our lives, and through different genres of the Bible, the wisdom literature, or maybe the historical literature, uh, through like 1 Kings or 2 Kings, maybe the epistles, Maybe the uh, apocalyptic literature like Revelation or Daniel. Certain times when we have certain needs, God knows how to speak to us in the right way. Wow, that's so encouraging for me because I don't know how... I don't know what I need sometimes, and I don't know where to look for it. But God knows. And the Holy Spirit knows. Wow. And he knows how to connect a text with my heart in a certain time, in a certain way. Uh, I'm just amazed at God's grace in that. Then the writer goes on and tells us, historically speaking, how God has spoken. He says in certain times and in certain ways that God had had spoken by the prophets. Now, what's the author of Hebrews really saying here? He's saying that the Old Testament, the recording of the prophets and the writings in the Old Testament, it's God's word. God has spoken through that. The Old Testament is as relevant today as it was when it was written to the Israelites. It's as relevant to modern Christians as it was to ancient Jews. You know, one one story I love is post-resurrection story in the Gospels. It's after Jesus has been raised from the dead he appears to these believers on the road to Emmaus. And he begins to have this conversation, and he asks them, what's wrong? And they tell him about what had happened, that Jesus had been crucified. He had been killed. And their hearts were broken. They had followed Jesus. They had loved Jesus. And now he was dead not realizing that the very person that they were talking to on the road was the resurrected Jesus himself. 
And Jesus begins to show them, according to the text, from the Old Testament, the gospel. He walks through the gospel in the Old Testament. You cannot fully grasp all of the New Testament without a solid foundation in the Old Testament. After all, the writers of the New Testament, the apostles and their close companions, share a whole lot of Old Testament in their writings. They are interpreting the Old Testament through the person and work of Jesus Christ, showing that he was the fulfillment of all the promises made in the Old Testament about the Messiah. The Old Testament is relevant for us. And anytime you pick up the Bible and open the Old Testament and read it and study it and properly exegete, exegete means to draw out of the text the original meaning or the, the original intent of the author. That is God communicating and speaking to you. But the author of Hebrews doesn't stop there. He goes on, on and says, but in these last days, now what's the Hebrews author talking about here? Well, since the coming of Jesus Christ, since his incarnation and his birth, we have been in the last days. So in these last days, which we are in right now, they will last until Jesus returns. So how has God spoken in these last days? He has spoken to us by his son. By his son. Wow. I want to frame this a little bit. And I want to ask some questions in framing it. Is Jesus the full revelation of who God is? According to Hebrews, right after these scriptures, the author goes on and writes, he, speaking of Jesus, is the radiance of the glory of God. And then listen, and the exact imprint of his nature. And he, speaking of Jesus, upholds the universe by the power of or by the word of his power. After making purifications for sin, sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs, the name Jesus. Wow. Did you catch that at the beginning? That Jesus is the radiance of God's glory and the exact imprint of his nature. And we also see in uh, John chapter 1, 
that Jesus is the full revelation of God. We see this in Colossians chapter 1, that Jesus is the full revelation of who God is. And this Jesus appointed the apostles to pen the New Testament. The apostles and the early followers and close companions of the apostles like Luke. If you want to hear God speak, open the Gospels and see what the apostles recorded about Jesus speaking. Because where Jesus speaks, God speaks. He is the God-man. He is the full revelation of who God is. Wow. So my question is, is God speaking in a revelatory way today? If you answer that yes, then my next question is, was Jesus not enough of a revelation of God? Because if you say God is still speaking in a revelatory manner and revealing who he is, then Jesus was not enough of a revelation of God. And that is dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Um, to say. And this is why I caution people. If you're listening to someone who claims to have some type of revelatory knowledge, they are a people who are denying that Jesus is the full revelation of who God is. Because if Jesus is the full revelation of who God is, there is no need for any more revelation. Period. And by the way, if there is someone who stands up and shares some type of prophecy, and that prophecy never comes to pass, do you know what the Bible calls them? A false prophet, period. Are there any more thus saith the Lord's outside of the scriptures? If there is, then Jesus was not enough period. And I caution you, if you're looking from for some ecstatic voice, some voice out in the ether that is outside of the revealed word of God, you probably will never hear that. But if you open this word and you begin to read and you begin to study, it is God communicating with you. It's God speaking to you. The Holy Spirit 
speaks through the word. After all, he's the one who inspired the scriptures. And they testify to one person. And they point to one person. Jesus Christ. All revelation is summed up in one person. Jesus Christ. And I believe that the scriptures are sufficient for us in all life and godliness, all doctrine, everything we need is found in the scriptures. You want to hear God speak? Open God's word. Hmm. Pray this has been a blessing. And it has caused you to think, whether you agree with everything I have to say or not, my prayer is, is that makes you think biblically about and logically um, that you use good logic in your reasoning. Um, God gave us a mind, and the Bible tells us that we're to love God with all of our mind. I think sometimes within modern American evangelicalism, we check our brains at the door sometimes of our churches when we go in. And God's never called us to do that. We're to love him with all of our mind. We're to think about God. Think big thoughts about God. He gave us our brain after all. So let's use it. And let's think through what we believe, why we believe it, and why it matters. That's the point of this page, to cause you to think about what you believe, why you believe that, and why it matters from a biblical point of view. I just want to let you guys know that Things are going to be a little bit different on the page coming soon. We're going to be doing some videos um, and probably only doing uh, one video a week um, because we're going to do some more quality videos um, for ed editing processes and stuff like that and do some fun stuff as well. We're going to talk about issues like is the New Testament reliable uh, historically reliable. We're going to deal with, uh, is the resurrection, uh, can it be proved historically as a historical event? Um, we're going to deal with the issues on sexual ethics, sex, biblical sexual ethics. Um, we're going to deal with issues of life um, from conception to death deal with all of those issues, uh, to think through these things biblically. And we're going to do some fun videos, some satire videos that are connected to some of these topics. I believe that uh, if you can't have fun doing some things, you might as well not do it at all. So, 
and some of the topics are really heavy. So we want to have a little bit of humor in them as well um, to help you guys think through those things. Well, let's pray and let's end it out today. Hey, and if you like the video, hit that like button, hit that share button, uh, and share it with someone that may encourage and help think through these issues. And then invite people to like the page and be a part of what we're trying to accomplish here at Theology Matters, if you believe it will bless and help them. Father, we are so thankful that you have spoken to us through the prophets, but more importantly, you have spoken to us by and through your son, Jesus Christ. And we are so grateful for that. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I pray you guys have a fantastic weekend. I'm on vacation. Um, actually, while this is playing, I'm actually driving on vacation. This is pre-recorded. Um, so next week, I... There may be one or two devotions that I've pre-recorded that will be on the page. But other than that, won't be much. We won't be in our First John Bible study next week. I'm going to enjoy my vacation. So God bless. Pray you have a fantastic weekend.